is it? Hmm. And I will always love you. Oh, oh, and I will always love you. And I will always love you. trying to write a personal statement to um, potential colleges. I was trying to write college applications at 19. I'm trying to explain what I did my senior year. My, my senior year of high school was a very difficult year. My first semester incompletes were the consequence of three prolonged visits to the Lutheran General hospital adolescent mental health ward those three visits kept me out of school for two months because i attempted suicide engaged in vicious violent fights with my older brother and spiraled into addiction and depression in order to cope with my anger fear depression and feelings of worthlessness Oh, I was hospitalized for those reasons on three separate occasions. My first semester incompletes were a reflection of these hospitalizations. School became a second priority, whereas before my suicide attempts, it had been the linchpin of my existence and my identity. After the hospitalizations, my doctors prescribed... Way too much medication. Lithium, risperidol, trazodone, Zoloft. All this stuff that was just far too strong for me. I also had to go through three months of an outpatient drug rehabilitation program. Um, at the same time, that meant four times a week. And I, had, I also had to do three individual therapy session and one family therapy session on top of the four therapy group sessions and hours of drug rehab sessions per week and the five NA or AA meetings I would have to do per week. On top of all that, I would have eight hours of, of a free public respite worker. That's what they, they called this woman who would come over to the, the house eight hours a week on the weekends, four hours at a time. She, she'd be some lady who'd hang out with me while I did my homework and she she helped nothing um, she was I, I, I don't know I read 50 pages of Don DeLillo's white noise just now so I'm in paranoid softest hair splitter mode uh, I don't know I wish I wish uh, I wish I could make a movie out of this book yeah fuck it it'll never happen I wonder if I'd recognize a person from 50 years ago as a normal human being. 
I don't see the changes brought by television, mass communication, mass consumption, media, dehumanization, economic prosperity. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm stuck in my own eyes, my own brain. I'm entrenched in this world of now, in my lifetime. It's all I know. And I know no more. But if I were alive 300 years ago as some Native American shepherder, we all know the Indians herded llamas, would I be the same person? have the same inherent qualities that define my humanity or is my entire being a mold and a pattern woven by the 1980s and 90s do i have any control is there some inalienable untouchable part of me that will always make me who i am myself now and forever for the rest of time how long does that last Am I really alive? Am I a fleck of energy in some other person's imagination? Do I exist? Does the world exist as I know it? Does it exist? How much of that is an illusion? What I know, what, what it really is, what's the difference? Oh, I don't know anything. I don't know, I don't know how anything happens. I can't, I can't describe the process in the end. I, I, it makes no difference. Whether it really does or doesn't, because well, because I don't know. I I, I can't accept anything as true or real. I know, I know very little to be definite, irrefutable fact. What do words mean? How come, for example? Why do those words mean what they mean together, when they mean totally different things apart from each other? I don't understand how those two words, in conjunction with an interrogative inflection, can be easily understood as why. I don't, I don't understand why, why, why words, why, why letters symbolize and communicate the meaning the way they do. I mean, so in conclusion, senior year, uh, suicide attempts, hospital, counseling, incomplete, drug addiction, rehabilitation, late graduation. Then I moved to New York. Who cares? I can't write this personal statement. I can't convince anyone that my time in my life has been worthwhile. I'm not a good candidate. I'm, 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 I'm not, a, I'm not attractive to, to, to potential employers or, or, or schools. God, I, I can't make sense. I, I, I'm, I'm, I know that my method of thinking has been unorthodox and, and I think this has been a great essay. So please, can I go into your college? I'm sure it's the right method. Well, it's my method, but I've used it. So it's all I have. It's all I know. There's no other way for me to do anything. I, I can't. I'm no, I'll never change. Okay. I promise. If you let me into your college, I will never change. A drink and okay. A half of I'm only recording just Which to see whether the uh, voices play back right. So just speak into your mic, and then I'll see whether. Do you have a smaller headset? <laughs> well, that's only the. That doesn't matter whether you hear it or not. That's just the headphones. I uh, like. I can't even hear headphones. anything on the headphones. You will. Um, why is the sound on the headphones weird? What did your cat do? Kisses fucks up the sound <laughs> on this. Look, she's plotting right now. What are you doing she's plotting now? dinner, I think. What are you doing over there? Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. that's too much. Whoa, that's too much. <laughs> that that voice is too much. <laughs> you can't do that. 
can't no, do that. No, I'm on the okay, podcast. It's, it's just really paint. Loud. It's just patronizing. Okay, okay, you're just patronizing. You don't give a shit, Bob. You are from Illinois. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. That's good. That's I'm better. From Oklahoma. Are you better now? I'm from Fort Arthur, PAT. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. That was like really gay. No, it was gay Southern. <laughs> yeah. Like Beverly Leslie. It was me and Bob combined. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. 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 Emily, speak now. Testing. Test. Say it louder. Testing. Testing. Okay. So it's it's uh that's fine. I think it'll be it, you'll hear it. Yeah, Greg. Now you speak. What's up? Hmm. Greg, speak more. What do you want me to say? Anything at all. Anything at all. Yeah. Okay. Stop with that voice. Okay, which voice? You know, the, what, that's the rodeo voice. Whoa. Whoa. Right. The rodeo voice? The rodeo voice. The rodeo voice. Actually, Bob, I find it kind of funny. speaking a little too close to the mic there. I find it actually kind of okay. funny. I think it's really funny when you speak like that. I just give you hell because that's what I do. Well, I'm from Chicago. I know, where they speak like rodeo talk. Like, right. You're going to have to get a little closer to the okay. mic, though. Scooch in. I'm too close. Scooch in. Scooch in. Scooch in. Get a little sexy. Scooch in. Get a little sexy. Scooch in. Just the scooch. Scooch. Am I that real big loud person? You're the loud lady. This is Emily Peacock. She's that big old loud lady. Wait, are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording now. We got Emily Peacock. She's that big old loud lady. Name the Emily. She does that stuff, and then we got uh Greg Dale again. It's just both repeat people. Yeah, introduced and talked about, and then we get all this that stuff. voice. It's patronizing. Yeah. Why is that patronizing? Because. I don't. Know. <laughs> Speak closer to the microphone. No, I'm the big loud fucking. I was kidding. No, I think I am. Oh. I'm watching it. How about this? Is this working? It's is perfect. This working for that's, you? That's you have a beautiful, good voice. Greg. You have a beautiful voice. You do have a good Me? voice. Me? Yes. It's all the whiskey and cigarettes. That's I'm your joke for everything. Keep it velvety. I'm trying. It's your punchline for everything, isn't Shut it? Shut up, Bob. It's all I have. <laughs> now it's all the whiskey and cigarettes. Shut up. I do not sound like that. <laughs> It's all the whiskey and cigarettes. Listen, one time I went and bought cigarettes and they carded me. I was like 29. And you were like, And I, yeah. I, I gave them the card and the, and the guy was like, you look so young. And I was like, I was buying cigarettes and Skittles. And I was like, it's all the cigarettes and Skittles. Yeah. Just keeping me so young. Just keep me I was so just, fresh. I can't think of Skittles without... Um, Taste the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Trayvon Martin. Oh. Sorry to... <laughs> Sorry to bring the mood down. It was terrible to bring up, but I can't think of Skittles without because he he was shot to death for Skittles. I thought it was a candy bar. Well, he he had Skittles in his pocket, I think. But a candy bar, I don't remember. All right, so this is the Healing Club podcast. Well, it was the Healing Club (laughs) until things got weird. Until the Healing Club. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Our we've got. I'm building an audience from. Four listeners to seven. Hi, all seven of you. Just imagine there are seven people in the room right now. So, like earlier. (laughs) Just imagine. Can you imagine? It's comedy. Remember when I used to say that, Greg? What? Can you imagine? That was mine. You stole it from me. I know. I saw this woman in the Galleria once, completely alone. Emily, you'd probably like this. She was like, I was by myself and she was uh, this woman on her cell phone. She was ascending an escalator and she was just completely awestruck at how large the place was. 
So she's on her phone, and she's just like, oh my god, Cheryl, it's, this place is so big. I mean, it's bigger than a high school. Can you imagine? And I... I I was charmed by that then. It still charms me to this day. Aww. For years we keep saying, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> it's not... It's bigger than a high school. That's even bigger than my no, high no. school. The high school. It's bigger than the... That is bigger it's... than the high school. Which means whatever bullshit city this person is from, that must have a big-ass high school, but not bigger than the guy. Yeah. My imagination is so limited. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Oh. You were that woman we encountered on our way to Austin. She was. Uh, we stopped at a gas station, and this woman was like on her phone talking about all of her gross medical problems on her phone. Oh. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. Like, remember. I, and then I opened it up, and all the AIDS came out. And we were like, "Whoa, lady!" Like, oh, I, I mean, stop talking. Uh, but the can't, I don't think she said AIDS. No, that's I our think... joke about it. That's oh. The... <laughs> She was talking about these things. Then I walked Way in to fuck that up. Oh my god! Oh my god. I th- then I then I walked in. Why uh, is the volume so high? Because on you mine? just spoke right into the mic. You went like this into the mic, and you're like, but yours doesn't do it. Even well, when I don't you're that know, close. Maybe because I have your uh, settings all wrong. Turn, turn it Probably down. have your settings wrong. Maybe because the cat sleeps on the soundboard. What kind of slap and happy chop shop are you I'm not here? A, a professional so anything, Greg. Chop. I'm bad at life. You are, I'm not. You're happy fine. or successful not... or funny or you're creative f- or you're fine anything. I'm terrible, Greg. You're wrong. I'm a loser. And I'm going right. to be hosting the Sad Santa <laughs> at Rudyard's. I'm going to be the Sad Santa comedy this show. Friday. A new tradition. I have to do a little a fly. A new tradition. <laughs> Make sure you sit up straight when you say. I have to say, excellent casting on this show. So I know. Excellent. excellent. Oh. Let's hear your saddest ho, ho, ho. Uh-huh. Let's go. Good start. Good start. <laughs> All the That's el- crying. <laughs> Sorry, kids. All the elves died of Corona. <laughs> okay, let's hear your let's hear your goofiest ho ho ho. Okay. Um, that was Goofy swallowing cack. Way to go, Goofy. Thanks, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Goofy. I swallow cock. Cock? (laughs) How many letters are in that word? C-A-W-L-K. Cock. Cock. (laughs) Suck my cock. You sound like some plantation over there, Cock. Cock. Some southern gentleman (laughs) looking for some cock. In my bourbon and branch. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I have to fuck to get a mint julep up in here? <laughs> what cock? Do Who's I cock? Have to suck. Who's That's cock a nice fantasy. I I, I <laughs> stop. We have to stop giggling. You're. I don't know. Greg's drinking out of a little wine glass. He's got his little pinky it's finger in the air while he's drinking. I feel his... like I'm drinking it's sherry. Champagne flute. <laughs> it's whiskey, and I'm drinking yeah. out it's of not, champagne it's flute. It's terrible whiskey. It's, it's really champagne. Terrible. It's what my stepdad used to drink before he died. I'm sorry. I brought it okay, down. Again, it's... how many times are you just going to cluster fucking crash this podcast into Awkward Town? Like, well, he... like... I don't remember his face or. When know. I close my eyes, I can't see his face or hear his voice anymore. He's been dead for so and long. And what candy reminds you of him? So all I have is this J&B to remind me. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Just 
Happy holidays. <laughs> For some. <laughs> what was happening earlier where somebody overheard what you were talking about and then they sat down and they were... Oh, I was just talking about that thing where that guy had his hand working in my asshole and then I accidentally <laughs> shit on his hand. Yeah, that's what and he said. And then he was like, oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, You're like, oh, nice story. That's oh. what he said, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a good story. It was Wait, a... you told a story about somebody, you shit on somebody's hand and he like, oh, gotta go. Happy holidays. Bow. Well, no, I, it wasn't was... the guy whose hand I shit on. That'd, oh, be, no. that'd be so funny if I shit on some guy's hand and he was like, oh, go to go. Awkward. What happens when you shit on someone's hand? What happens? Uh, what follows that? I just pretended it didn't happen. Okay. But I, I how just, can you pretend something that doesn't happen? I ran to the bathroom and and uh, and then uh, and we cleaned it up and we both closed our eyes the whole time and then we got back down to business, and uh, and he did a really annoying thing where he was eating my asshole, and Wait, then he then you he's... shit on this person and he did an annoying thing. <laughs> Hold the phone. I don't get this. Well, this was before I shit on his hand, oh, okay. but he, uh, <laughs> yes. but, yeah, leave with that, Bob. The shit on the hand was retaliation. Uh, a little bit. Okay. Cause he, cause he was eating my asshole and then he like bit, he like bit down there. Can you imagine biting somebody's butthole skin? No. It was painful. I was like, ow, stop it. I'm going to shit on your hand now. <laughs> Yeah, he tried to bite my nipple, too. I was like, no! Okay, my I'm favorite all, erogenous zone! I'm all in for the nipple biting. No! Not hard. I don't like having my balls slapped or punched. I don't like having... Are you gay? Bob? I don't like having my butthole bitten. It is... I mean, don't bite my butthole. That I was is, saying, just the If you're gay... Really if I, I don't know what I'm I'm getting you for Christmas. What's a, uh, a Larry, Larry the... Don't bite my butthole. Larry the Cable Gay... Don't bite my butthole. That's that I was okay. You really need a sound. I for, came up with that. You really need like a fake audience like laughter. <laughs> like radio. When you tell jokes like For whenever that. I'm talking. Talk. <laughs> you sound like some I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Fucking conservative redneck. Like, Bob Berry over Bob here. Barry. <laughs> Bob Berry. I know I knew a Bob Barry. Bob Barry the fairy. <laughs> Barry the fairy. Uh, I love Bob that. Bob Barry the fairy. <laughs> I, like I like that. I like that. Barry the fairy. <laughs> I like that. Hashtag Houston. Hashtag okay. 740. Hashtag local news. Hashtag local conservative talk radio. Here with your weather Barry. Barry Barry. Say it to uh, Here with your weather report on 9 a.m. local news, uh, Chicagoland radio. I am gay. That is my news. Uh, you heard it here first, ladies I, and gentlemen. I am gay. Thank you, sir. You just settled a lot of bets. Uh, uh, okay, I know people been talking. Talking. People been... Not talking. Talking. It's gonna talkin'. rain. Like George R. R. Talking. Yeah, George R. R. Talking. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my kisses. God. The kisses. The, the Mrs. Psycho cat from Mrs. Hell jumped onto the podcast. She's so little, I thought it was a rodent. Oh, she does seem like a little gross rat because she's so ragged and ugly and no. mean and, and scary. Mean. Yeah, she's mean and scary, ragged and ugly, and uh, uh, that's so rude. No, but it's true. No. Oh, okay, it's not true. Kisses. You oh. are getting older, though. She's ten. Happy birthday! Is Happy she... birthday, little kisses. Is she? Is she? When was she born? 
in uh, 2010. We, what, you... Okay, what part of the year? Just <laughs> oh, guesstimate. On a holiday. On the most... You don't uh, look a day the holiest. Baby. Uh, the holiest. The holiest. The holiday. <laughs> you got a banging bikini bot at your age. Oh my right. god, yeah. she does. Dear god. She does look like a withered grape. I... No. We're saying she looks hot, and you're like, she's a withered, she's a okay. raisin. Yeah, well, I believe that's a raisin, like... a withered grape. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's on its way. It's, <laughs> it's on its way. So it's like almost <laughs> raisin status, yeah, not that's... quite. Right, right. What's the status before? She's like... just hanging on the vine like me, just bursting with ripeness until it gets old. Isn't that the saddest Again, story? We just <laughs> crashed into Awkward Town. <laughs> like really fast i think we're really good at that greg yeah we are well we, you are really good at <laughs> oh that. okay but we're a team i feel like i'm complacent in it. Oh, uh... <laughs> where you're against it i'm maybe complacent okay in it. well why do you think it's called a podcast about sad stuff and feeling bad yeah i don't know you ever been I've there been laughing okay. have i ever been there you ever been down in the dumps? You ever had oh, a we're in this date? Apartment, are we? Oh, <laughs> don't make fun of you. Were, you had your joke today where you're talking about how uh, your um, husband Patrick's uh, bathroom is got a like an ant. Uh, um, what did you call it? An ant pile. An ant pile. Is that how I sound? It is how I sound. That's I a Chicago term. I, I fucking knew it. Okay, there's an ant pile in your bathroom. In his bathroom. Not oh, mine. Yes. I just want I mean, to be distinct. I, I'm with you. That would be disgusting to see, but ants are fairly easy to get rid of. Uh, I mean, they're just gross. Yeah. It's like, why did you let this happen? Like, How did it, if, if I mean, it would have just escalated if I ever didn't yeah. walk in there. So you're so fancy you have two bathrooms. Listen, nobody knows I have two bathrooms. I don't want people to know I have two bathrooms because I don't want anybody okay. going in Patrick's bathroom. Because okay. it's disgusting. Yeah, it's, Man. it's like the Amazon in there. It's it's can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's dirtier than the high school. <laughs> can you imagine? It's dirtier than my high school. Than the high school. I feel like wherever town that this person was from, they like refer to the Dairy Queen. Everything. They, I mean, my family refers to COVID as the COVID. Oh man! She got the COVID. The COVID. She caught me with the cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes. Emily, uh, and forty-five I, is the forty-five. Uh, yeah. You get on the forty-five. The forty-five, yes, not the freeway. The the forty-five. Mm. <coughs> uh, What's your best sexy noise? <coughs> oh damn! That oh was damn! Good. That was good. Was I want to practice. Fuck. Can we fuck again? That was good. <laughs> I no. want to fuck. Oh, man, I feel a... like bad sex noises are like bad laughs. Like I've met some people that like have such horrendous laughs. I'm like don't laugh, just don't. Yeah, like, just shut stop. up. Like stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's mm. yeah. Brian Picio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, let's throw hey, some names. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, no, he's people, a punching bag. Let's no, throw he's... some people under. The I'm gonna bus. yeah, I'm gonna punch punch up Brian Picio. Take this that. I named Bob Marley. He's so worldly. I know. I'm wearing a world shirt. A globe. I've got. I got a globe sweatshirt. It's got it's all. Welcome. It's got everything on it. It's got the it's whole got world. Two continents on. I just. It's got like, a big I map. Look I look like a Can human guys, fat globe. I'm like trigger. Trigger. Um, what is it? When you're, tr I'm triggered whenever I see a map. Now I think of COVID, right? Oh, all the hot spots. I've always been. I've always been a fan of maps. They're just like everybody's been fascinated by them. So um, 
I don't feel so that So you myself. don't feel that way. No, that's yeah. why I got this sweater. I love the idea of it. It was just too big on me. So I got to bump. Mm. No, it was well, really it nice. great on Bob. And uh, a Merry Christmas to you. Thanks. Where's my sweater? I got you nothing. No. Okay. I was going to give my, you a cookie. My brother my brother sent me a cookie yeah. from the... Uh, the cookies. He, he sent me cookies? a cookie from a truck stop because he, he's a trucker on the road and he sent me some cookies so you can have one. Thanks. Okay. What's happening with Miss Houston right there? She's just attached. <laughs> she's dying from love. She's... Yeah, she is... <laughs> She is yeah. blissed out right now. I she know, she does. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just yeah. petting her. I'm petting the cat behind her ear, and she's just uh, gazing up with me with wonder and joy, and uh, and also just fascination and respect. It looks like Revere. you're falling asleep. Revere. <laughs> Reverence. Yes. Reverence. Yes. That that is what I inspire. I do like the the pause though. She is literally clutching for me. Like, that's why I said like, she looks like a slot. Don't yeah. ever let me go. <laughs> Yeah, she's hanging by her claws onto my sweatshirt. One thing this cat I does. like that you keep <laughs> describing exactly what it is. That but she's so adorable. Really uh, the listeners it. have to know. One thing she will um, do, and I this is—I yeah. always love this. I used it's to so have this good. cat myself, and she will just like camp out on your shoulders, and just like you just walk around the house with like yeah. just like on your shoulders. It's I so think, sweet. I thought it was so beautiful shoulder. when Greg would play his little piano. He had a keyboard, and he played the keyboard with the cat on his shoulders, and she would approve. I can't help it. It was very cute. Like, I'd be standing at my keyboard, and she's just, like, all up in my shit, and, like, it was very cute. She sits on my shoulders while I draw on my ironing board, and uh, and then she jumps down onto the drawing if if it's time to stop. It's like she's part of the process, because she knows, like, you follow... She knows when the drawing's done. Follow animal instincts, and uh, and then... What? Yeah, yeah. She knows more than me. I think cats know just as much as people. I'm going to get more of your awkward dad whiskey, if you don't okay. mind. Excuse me. All right. Let's let's right. talk about what cats know. Do you think they know, um, like, they don't know politics. They don't know calculus. They don't know uh, history. They don't know much about anything but how to feel. And they are great judges of character. And they have, uh, they have complete, uh, like, a cat knows when something's bullshit. A cat knows exactly when you're lying. And also a cat feels empathy, like, comes in, like, when I'm crying or something, and then she'll just come and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was feeling that way. Why are you crying, Bob? I just have tears sometimes, you know? Like, I hear, like, I hear the song Forever Young by Rod Stewart, and I just start crying. Wow. And... uh, and can Mrs. Kisses, I can sing it. That's even better, right? I can mouth it. That's that's all you need. That's all you need <laughs> is just a little mouth. Yeah. Mouth. You sure do got a pretty mouth. I just watched Deliverance. Oh, let me tell you a story about Deliverance that you would appreciate, sir. Uh huh. Is it? It's literature related. Okay, James Dickey. <laughs> James Dickey. Yep. The author of Deliverance, yeah. whose book, you know, was like New York Times bestseller. Also won prizes and stuff. And he's a poet, more more than a, a novelist. He was mainly famous for his uh, beautiful poetry. It's true. Yeah. And so, and he was a bit of a drinker. Uh-huh. Bit of a drinker. So was Raymond he, Carver. Tried to drown his wife in the toilet. Okay, that's sad. I used to always... Cute to, Bob. To, I used to always say a joke where... Cute Bob. Where Greg, Greg used to try to drown me in the toilet... Because he said the bathtub was too good for me. 
I always loved I, it because people would come up to me and they're like, how do you feel about Bob's telling that joke? I'm like, I wrote the bathtub part. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's too good for you. <laughs> he said the bathtub. He deserved the toilet. <laughs> uh, I'd be like, uh, oh, my ex, uh, Greg, is here. He's, uh, or no, it was when we were dating. And, and I used to be like, oh, and Greg, he comes here to support me. and he. Uh, but we were fighting the other day and he tried to drown me in the toilet. He said the bathtub was too good for me. And I just made fun of your little Wilma Flintstone lady arms. And you're uh, about how I just like I could take anything from you because it didn't even hurt because you're such a pussy. How about that? You want to fight? I'm sorry. I was like uh, that was it was like first year of comedy. I was just being argumentative and I but I did like saying Wilma Flintstone lady arms. That was what I that was. I loved hearing it. That was the takeaway because you look just. Oh, I used to. I was like, oh, you know what I used to say was, um, oh, my boyfriend's here. Oh. He's that guy that looks like Wilma Flintstone. And then I would point at you, and then everybody would laugh. Oh. No, I didn't know about that. <laughs> but what a charming thing to hear. Do you remember when I used to do that? Do you remember when I used to fucking throw you under the bus like that? I used to like that. I thought that was a good bit. I was always like, oh, there's my boyfriend. That man who's 40 and looks like he dresses like he's 13 years old. Shut up. You got me this sweater. Well, today you look fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, last time Scotty Peterson was doing the podcast, and uh, and I was wearing my, my country and western t-shirt. Or no, my, my shirt that's warm. It's like a big uh, uh, snap. My uh, shirt that's warm? Yeah. It's, a jacket? It was cold, so I wore my warm shirt. My layer so, shirt. My, my layer warm, shirt. My warm shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It got like a little design on it with like a Western theme, and there's a, it tells a whole story. And and then Scotty Peterson told me that the way I looked with my haircut and my flushed face and my aging, I looked like oh, imagine Jeff Daniels shitting on the toilet in Dumb and Dumber in the outfit that he was wearing. <laughs> I was like, I you wear that same shirt. He was yelling at me, and I cut him off, and I ended the podcast, and I told him to leave. It's got, wow, are you are you upset with him? He's not my friend anymore. I'll never because talk to him that? again. Yeah, no. I don't you think we're <laughs> drinking with him right after. You're such a liar. I would no, I can't. I don't take that kind of talk or abuse or or. I don't like when people make fun of my appearance. Well, it's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. It's not exactly. Nice. Is Scotty Peterson okay though? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think he's okay with losing dead? my friendship. So I would reach out if he yeah. would only talk to me. Just if if he reaches to me, then I will so, I will accept his apology. Say your number on the yes. air. You no, know, last week last week at Rudyard's he was hosting, and I did get a dig on his personal appearance. I did, and it actually was well received. Uh-huh. What did you say about it? He brought me up, and he was like, "This guy." He always mentions that we used to live near each other. We used to be neighbors, which is fine. I think it's cute. But uh, he gets uh, he brings me up, and I'm like, give it up for Scotty, everybody. He's got that whole like Duck Dynasty went to grad school vibe, and um, he got a good laugh. That's it did. good. Because yeah. he did. He looked like Duck Dynasty, but he had but... mentioned his like engineering background. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, Duck Dynasty went to grad school. Yeah. Does he have a beard now? It's not the beard. He was just wearing like very like camo oh, right, like. Right. Isn't that crazy how outdoorsy looking yeah, yeah. clothes? I didn't even finish my story about James Dickey. Because James Dickey. Can I finish it? Yes, please. By all means. The floor is yours, Emily. <laughs> is it, Bob? Am I an asshole? Yes. No. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, yes, moving on. Um, 
So he he also wrote the screenplay for Deliverance, but it was too long and it got cut down. So multiple people are writers on it, but he was on set, which is not normal for like a screenwriter or the author of a book to be on set for a film. But he was, and he was drunk, and it was late at night. And uh, Burt Reynolds, who played Lewis in um, Deliverance, uh, said was sitting at the bar, and James Dickey was drunk and was like, Lewis, Lewis! And, it, and Burt Reynolds wouldn't answer, and he told the bartender, he's like, I'm not answering him because that's not my name. So James Dickey walked up to Burt Reynolds and was like, Lewis, and like to his face, and he was like, my name's, hi, my name's Burt. I'm Lewis between 9 to 5, and I'm Bert after that, okay? Well, That's fair. Nice to meet you. Totally fair. And then James Dickey leaned in and said, That's such, that's such a Lewis thing to say. Oh. <laughs> that's exactly what Lewis would say. And I love that. <laughs> that's good. That is good, right? I like that. I love that line in that movie, Deliverance, where he talked about why he doesn't have car insurance. That was the Aflac commercial. Yeah, he what? doesn't. Well, where Burt Reynolds is, I don't. He he just philosophically opposed to any kind of insurance. insurance. I am too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Health insurance. I have health insurance, okay. but mine is through my job. Mm. But I don't like. If I didn't have to have insurance, I don't think I would. Fuck insurance. Whoa. I was at a. I, I. Can I tell this story of how I was delivering food to the most enormous? house i've ever seen and the most obscenely wealthy people i've ever met river oaks area farther than that They're like suburban wealth like Ugh, but it was like scary. it was like a whole neighborhood belonged to them okay oh my god <laughs> she doesn't like to leave me okay hey okay. hey all right just give her some love and she'll come well, or, or not. Okay. okay. We can try again in a minute. All right. Um, yeah, this is actually a pretty fun story. I enjoy this one. He told it to me the other day. Okay. It and only like, happened the other day, right? It happened two days ago yeah. where I was I was um, doing a delivery, and I, I, I was supposed to pick up the food to drop off at 530. I was supposed to pick it up at 430 and then drive it to the place, which was a little far. It was a kind of a trek. And I take it over to the place, but I get there by 5 after I picked it up at 4.30. And I call the guy at 5. And I'm like, hey, I'm here. And he's like, you weren't supposed to be there till 5.30. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, don't. I'm sorry. I'm just here already. And um, and so he's like, that's fine. And just wait there. And then I'm like, okay. And then I wait there. And I have nothing to do sitting in my car waiting for this person to open the doors to his estate and uh you know call the butler or like arrange the oh, they were so wealthy they had a butler <laughs> wow you don't see that one very often and so Not i anymore. um but whatever i um i am waiting what, there what, what, and here's what type of food were you delivering the place where i work the food he's he, oh, they, okay. they it was a catering order a party for 20 people and they had spent like uh 20 they they for 20 people they'd spent 2 grand on the food that was it's my, a nice restaurant yeah my whole car was full of like catered food and uh and i'm sitting there waiting in front of the place of the house and uh i was i was reading out loud i was reading machiavelli the prince that's my favorite part of this book. i was reading the prince out loud the machiavelli i was the just machiavelli? just yeah just, just to try to uh you know like practice, practice my time. elocution 
and my timing. And I, I just like to read out loud. Sometimes it's fascinating and absorbing. And I think I get better at speaking when I read complex thoughts aloud. And uh, <laughs> aloud. <laughs> but I was reading Machiavelli. But that's an embarrassing thing where he like knocked on my window. Anywhere. And then I'm reading The Prince by Machiavelli. I'm, I'm sitting in a $1,000 car, and I've got $2,000 worth of food oh. in the car. And he's like, it's like 5.15. He interrupted my reading. And, um... <laughs> You're like, how dare you? <laughs> I thought you were going to be here at 7.30. <laughs> so, you know, so, so then I, like, help him inside to um, put the food on the wherever it's supposed to go. And uh, I'm carrying, like, uh, four bags. And then, then he, like carries nothing to lead me to where to go and then i drop and i'm like well i'm gonna go back to the car and get the rest of it and i have like five big fucking like uh plate you know like uh foil containers what are they like the big cases serving yes serving trade yeah serving troughs with uh and i'm carrying them all in my arms and he'd like they closed the door on me i was like i'm gonna go back outside the car and get the rest of my stuff and then he's like okay cool and then i i leave and then he closes the door so that when I come back with all, like, 45, 50 pounds of food in my arms, like, the door's locked. And I have to, like, bang my head to knock the door to, to get him to open the thing for me. He knew I was going outside to go get the rest of it. And then I come and I put it on the counter. He's, like, and then, like, he's like leading me. In, and uh, the, this woman's there, older woman. Like, I'm about to put the food down on this one table. And she's, like, no, not on that table. Over there, over there, over there, that table. And I'm, like, okay. Like, nobody can help. But yes, all right. Fine. I put it down on this table, and uh, and then and then the okay. So now what are we supposed to do? I'm like, oh my god, I don't know. He's like, but don't you work there? Don't I thought you worked there? I'm like, yeah, I, I'm delivering this food, and I'm wearing this mask, and my glasses are completely fogged up now, and nobody else is wearing masks. And but I know that if I take the mask off, that'll look bad for the company, so I have to keep the fucking thing on. And uh, and and he's just yelling at me about like how, you know, oh. I thought the person who was going to drop this off was going to know what he was doing. I guess apparently you don't really work there then. Maybe I should call somebody who does work there. And then they'll be able to explain to me what I'm supposed to do with all this. Because the lamb chops are cold. This food is ice cold. This meat, how am I supposed to serve it? The yogurt here. Is the cumin yogurt supposed to go with the, um, you know, like, cilantro uh, vinegar? I was like, all right. Well, the two, uh, the, the, the. The curry is interchangeable. You can, you're allowed to use it. You're, you're allowed to eat the vegetable samosa with the meat samosa. And he's like, "Oh, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to now. Oh, you're telling me what I'm allowed to do?" Hey, Bob. And- Bob, I'm just gonna interject. I just think you need to cool down for a second. So Skittles, Skittles, Skittles. Okay. All right. So, so, so I'm just stuck there, and I'm in this, this enormous place that is just obscenely. Like gaudy, like it, they've got. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't imagine. <laughs> and uh, okay. And he's Bob. I'm sorry. Two things about the story. Two things. One, if I had ordered two thousand dollars worth of food, I would kind of expect somebody to come and like set it up. Okay. But also, I would have been like, "Hi, I'm gonna order two thousand dollars worth of food. I'm gonna need somebody to help me set it up." Also. All right. So, so I get to the house and the guy's immediately yelling at me. And then he's saying, I mean, and then he, he said that the butter chicken was missing. He said, I spent $1,000 oh. on the butter chicken and it's missing. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, that's horrible. And then I look at the invoice of the thing that I was supposed to drop off and I don't see any butter chicken on it. He didn't order it. He was just yelling at me for $1,000 of missing food so that he could call the restaurant and be like, blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> he's like Donald Trump Jr. energy. Do you know who my father is? And he's just with me there. I'm like, I barely work there. I don't care at all. Just let me escape from you. I'm glad you're rich, but it fucking sucks if you treat people like this. Oh, it must be horrible to be you. No, of course not. Come on. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I just stood there and took it. No, you That's what I'm good at. That's what you do in the no. service industry. Uh, sucks. It does That's suck. why I never was great in the service industry, because I, I just was like, fuck it. You know, um, I have a, a, a much shorter story about service that, like, was, I, I just, I, I never dealt with anybody this, like, insanely, like, bougie and wealthy and entitled before. And it does kind of hit you like a shock. Like, I'm so, like, the uh, story is, this woman came up to me. I was working at um, Whole Foods at the time. This woman came up to me, and she was like, yeah, I'll have three of your whatever danishes. And I told her, it was a, it was like a pastry case. So we had, like, parchment paper and bags. Like, it was, oh, like, yeah, serve yourself. Yeah, I worked in a bakery for, like, Yeah, a you week. know. So I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, we've got a little bags right down here, oh, parchment right. paper. You can just help yourself. And she says to me, earnestly, she's like, oh, I don't serve myself. And I thought immediately that she was kidding. Because, like, that's so obnoxious. Like, that's such an obnoxious thing to say. Like, and nobody says that. I mean, you hear stories like this, but it doesn't happen very often. When it does, and I realized that she wasn't kidding, it was, like, I just became this complacent robot. I was so shocked by it. I was like, oh... Well, then here you go. And I bagged it up for her and sent her on her way. And yeah. I was just so shocked by it. Like, that confrontation or, like, really, like sucks. getting a fucking slap on her just, yeah. like, doesn't happen. I was just like, oh, uh, okay, you really are this horrible person. I, it, it's like seeing Sasquatch. I mean, it's like, kind of, like, shocked. and like, one, one time somebody called me boy while I was making his cappuccino. And you were like, thanks. I was 34. <laughs> not a boy and uh i'm 41 now and uh, he'd be killed to call boy what he'd oh, be killed to... God, God, i'm would, sorry that I would be lovely so to bad. be called boy yes, now <laughs> yeah but at the time i i, I thought hey, it was boy. So... Oh. Garcon, what is oh, it? oh man i just i don't think he was really looking at me though i think he was just looking at anybody who does that job and going Boy. Yeah, probably. He yeah. probably would have called me that. <laughs> One time I was getting, I was on an airplane and I reached up to get to put my luggage up and I was you know I was young and I had on like a tank top or whatever and the shirt lifted up and he saw my tattoo and this guy behind me saw my tattoo and he was like, "Hey girl," and I was like, turn around. He was like, "That tattoo would look good on a bikini in my yacht on my yacht." I was just like, "Oh god." What? I had to fly with this person for like three hours now. When we could have taken your yacht. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here it's we true. are. It's true. Um, he did buy me some drinks, though, on the flight. Oh, uh, well. There's that. Well, I guess that's the end of the podcast. Oh, is it? No, come on. <laughs> really? Again. This is the second time I've been on this podcast. I did not even get into wild things yet. Uh. I miss kisses in my lap. Can you tell yeah. all seven of your viewers to watch Wild Things, and oh, the next man. time I'll come and talk about it? Cause we we had a good time watching the movie Wild Things. Yes, and it's the second time on this podcast that I brought it up, so it's you very didn't, important. You didn't bring your essay. I did write an essay about it. <laughs> no joke. I wrote an essay about it. You were Wild supposed Things. to read it. 
I think we should watch Wild Things and record ourselves doing commentary. Oh my god, so Bob and I, when we lived together years ago, we had a friend come and stay with us, this uh, comedian out of Austin, and uh, I had to work all weekend, Bob had to work, he had shows, we never even saw each other's shows that weekend, like, we were well, just so busy. Yeah, I just, Ralph Hardy. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah we, it I went delightful. to but pick I, him up at the, uh, at the joke who joint. Was it? What? Ralphie Hardesty. No, no, I saw his shows. I, I was on, I did like okay. guest spots. Well, on since the, we have the, yeah. no more time, I'm going to continue the story. Uh, well, I didn't, I was unfortunate. He was headlining. I was unfortunately. No, he was featuring. These, these, he was featuring. Uh, these shows. But uh, one, the the show that was really like the crowd pleaser, if we could have just bottled this up and just like taken this on the road, was the afternoon that we sat around and watched Mother May I Sleep with Danger on YouTube. Yeah. The three of us tore that movie apart. It was hilarious. See? Well, Ralphie, yeah. Ralphie Hardesty is unusually good at that type of thing. He actually does Master Pancake in uh, Austin. The, the the show, it's a recurring show where they do screen movies at Alamo Draft House oh. and make fun of movies to audiences. He's one of the people By who... By the way, Emily, are you so, familiar with yeah. Mother May I Sleep With Danger? It is mm. like the quintessential Tory Spelling Lifetime movie from the 90s. It's great. It's got everything. It's got an obsessive mother, a crazy, creepy boyfriend, an mm. eating disorder. Mm. It's a Tory Spelling affair. Tory Spelling is the Mother I, May I Sleep I, With Danger lead. And it's got that title. The I mean, title is yeah. everything. We also watched Danger. Roadhouse with Chris Cubis. That was a good which, time, too. Oh, oh, shit. That was very fun. Yeah. Terrible movie. Great time, though. Oh, actually, like, perfect for what it is, though. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's every line of Roadhouse is uh, entertaining and stupid, but it's perfect and gorgeous. Who's, who's in Roadhouse? Roadhouse? Swayze. Patrick oh, Swayze. Yeah, Sorry. Kelly. He's a, he's a psychologist. Preston. Yeah, Ben Gazzara is the bad guy. Which, ben Gazzara? Yeah, from The Killing of a Chinese Bookie and The Big Lebowski. And he's the best bad guy ever because he's just such a great movie. The Killing of a Chinese Bookie is such a great movie because I'm just a bad guy who's real dumb. And he's just doing everything dumb and making the worst mistakes and being bad. And then he gets, you know, then he gets in very bad trouble. And you're like, well, I don't feel bad for him, but. Sounds like wild things. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what we were talking about. I love movies we like were. that. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? No Country for Old Men. Hell yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. I, I like uh, I like Fargo. The Coen Brothers. And then Raising Arizona. Nicholas Cage. And then I am the I Holly. Like what is that? What is that? Holly name? Hunter. Yeah. I am the Holly Hunter of what the art we, world. What we Holly Hunter of the comedy scene now. Emily yeah. Peacock. Holly Hunter of the comedy scene. I love Holly Hunter. Did you see the the cheerleader murdering mom movie from the 90s? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. She, like, oh, gosh. That was, like, the first time I saw a performance, and I was, like, blown away by it. It was oh. really, really good. And Who's we just she watched... married to? Uh, I don't know. I always say it's Kevin Bacon, but that's another... No. That's Kira Sedgwick. Yes, thank you. I confuse them sometimes. We did just watch Broadcast News, a Holly Hunter vehicle, and it was great. It was really good. It was like 88. Yeah, with William Hurt and Albert Brooks. It was and really it was, good. Uh, it was kind of like a comedy. A about James L. Brooks movie. It's a movie? Yeah, I think Buck Henry wrote the screenplay. So Mel it was, Brooks? Yeah, it? it was really good. It, it's a, an, oh, no, James L. Brooks, not Sorry. Mel Brooks. 
Yeah, but they're, they're different. That's, that's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Blazing Saddles. Yeah. I love him. Mm. Men in Tights. Men in Tights. I didn't see Men in Tights, but I always did have a crush on Carrie Elways. Bob, and you never saw Men in Tights. You need to I could only it. watch it for like five minutes. I loved it. Richard Lewis is in that too, huh? I love He's that. the Sheriff of Nottingham. I love yeah. that fucking movie. It's like Dave Chappelle's first movie. Oh, half baked. No. This was way before half baked. Oh, Men in, he was in Men in Tights. He was also in The Nutty Professor. Yeah, around this time. This is no. This is pre Nutty Professor. Yeah, it must have been. Anyway, well, this is about uh, wait, any last words for the podcast? Anything to promote and present and uh, talk about? And uh, anything you learned? Anything you uh, wish you would have said? I think i'm also on the sad santa show so uh come out and see that december 25th christmas day i guess i'll just release this one before christmas which it's december 21st so you're now. saying christmas came early <laughs> yeah oh. this, i'll just not edit and oh. release like i always do and this is like uh, I always <laughs> this, do. Is, this is emily peacock and greg deal and we just had a talk can you imagine um, can you imagine Break!